YouTube. Welcome back to the Unpleasant Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Shampoo, a.k.a. Big Shampoo. And it's your boy, Slider Guy, no lie. And we got another special guest with us today. Let them know your name, Hello. where they can find you, and a little bit about what you do. All right. My name is Jake was here, a.k.a. One Take Jake, a.k.a. Lens Griffey. Um, you can find me in the street shooting everything. Uh, or I'm Jake was here online, more formally. Um, I do videography, camera stuff. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. You're going to go ahead and jump into it. My first two questions is where you grew up and how you get into the, the videos, right. videography. You want me to answer the grew up first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, born in Victorville, California. Okay. Dad was in the military, so I moved all over the place. So when I came out here in uh, 2008 from Colorado, um, when I came out here, just was working in regular jobs. I've been actually... Uh, in 2010 had major back surgery. I had tumors that were in my tailbone. Oh, so shit. I had four surgeries over the next two years. I started blogging, you know, in the meantime, because I wasn't really working, started blogging. Uh, and then I got into Respect Magazine. I started writing for them and covering shows. And around that time is uh, actually when I met Bo, um, shot him at a, at a show. Uh, we had a studio in 2015 in Georgetown that we were managing together, still kind of shooting with the magazine, still kind of doing all that at the same time. And that studio went under and since then started booking about 2016, I really started booking like actual shoots and really starting to put the brand out. And um, I mean, since then, man, it's been, you know, these last two, three years since I've been with P-Stew, you guys are, you know, yeah. you guys know P-Stew really well, obviously. It's been crazy, so. So you had like a journey with the camera. I mean, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been 10 years, man. I mean, really picking up the camera was just really a byproduct of doing those, of doing the shows for respect and stuff and covering oh, okay. you know, Rockley City for them and stuff. So I was going to get a camera. I had no idea what I was doing. Zero clue. I know. Remember, I you remember the first camera that you had? Uh, Canon uh, Rebel T3i. Oh, uh, yeah. Somebody, did somebody teach you how to use Kid, it or you just no. learn? No. Just and I just, it was one of those things where you, you get on YouTube, right? You just dive into YouTube and then, you know, but... You have to master it. That, that, was, that was the thing that I wanted to dive in with what I was doing is mastering any equipment that I was using at that time, no matter what it was, because everything was a stepping stone, you know? So I knew going out and, and to think even, see, I kind of, I kind of put that metric on it, but in reality that that camera was decent. I mean, a T3I shooting in 2013, 14 was, it was okay. Right. But looking at it now, it's like, yeah, I was really undershooting. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that just comes with time and progression. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like, like, so like with that, anybody in your family did videography before you or any, anything inside the no, music? None, none. No, uh, home, I got some home movie stuff and shit like that kind of. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just corny old like dad in the mirror shit, but that's it. You um, also edit too though, right? I do. Yeah. All right. So how did you uh, learn that? that see, I, I, I don't know if I'm from the generation or I'm from the time where I thought those two things were synonymous with one another, right? I thought you shot your own stuff, you edited your own stuff and you put it out that way. Um, I work with guys now that, that have that and stuff. I think it's great. Like the process of that is great, right? But there's just something about seeing the entire thing through from inception that I don't know. I, I thought that was just kind of baked into what we did, you know. So I didn't really, ha I didn't know that I had a choice. <laughs> Shoot, I thought, oh shit, I gotta learn editing now too. So yeah, I understand that. I got a little bit of both too. Right. right. I thought I thought of like a little digital camera. I don't even know. What the hell that was? Like a point and shoot? Yeah, like a point and shoot. That was probably, See, when I was in Colorado, I had um, I guess from another sharper image. You remember that sort of sharper image? It was like a, it was like a Spencer's gift from Brooks Brothers. Like nobody bought shit in there. You wouldn't just like fuck the little stuff they had in there, right? So I, ha I had a camera from there, and it was a digital camera. It held like three images on it. It was absolute trash. But that was that was real. My first foray into into that. Like, oh, this is cool. I learned how to edit on what's a Windows Movie Maker. I was probably back in. Oh shit! Oh, oh, See, oh, I, oh, I, I, um, 
iMovie, I was on iMovie early, but then with Final Cut, I just, and I still, I still edit on Final Cut because my library is so vast now with all my plugins and stuff that I've built it to such a place where it's just, right. you know. Have you uh, dabbled, dabbled with the other, um, DaVinci Resolve, yeah. Da DaVinci's really solid, you know, if you're shooting cinema stuff, it's, it's really good. Um, and I, and I know, I know Premiere is one of the, is one of the more popular that's, ones. Yeah, that's the one my people um, use. Yeah. I'm with Final Cut. Yeah. yeah. So, and my, my, like I said, mine is just, Mine's just based on the fact that my library is huge on that now. My, my, my plugin package, I've built that over the last decade almost, so it's one of those things where... Okay, yeah. You know. Well, um, cameras do you use, and how, like, how many different ones do you use? All right, so I was shooting, uh, I was shooting uh, A7 III in uh, New York, and when we were up at Fashion Week, and I, I don't know if we touched on that before, I think we talked about that, but I got that whole rig stolen up there at Fashion Week. Oh, you, yeah, yeah, you did, you mentioned that. Yeah, so I had that, so I had that on there, so, um, and I, I was also, I'm also shooting the, um, Black Magic 2, the 2A Sigma Art series. Um, I shoot a couple other lenses on the Sony. So, uh, so when I came back from New York, I was like, I'm gonna upgrade. So I went, I got the uh, A7, A7 R3, and then the uh, the G Master 35 Prime. So I shoot that for Sony. Um, I have a couple like just OSS lenses that I shoot on there too, but then I shoot the 2.8 Art on the Black Magic. Do you have a preference between them? The Black Magic. It, I mean, the thing is, it, for, for seeing, because you see the difference, right? Like, the Sony is such, like, a readily dope product that you can kind of pull off and touch a little bit and then send out. And and log footage from the Blackmagic is, it looks not even great. But it's, like, it, it's what we just talked about. When you see that process through all the way, like, oh, damn, that's what this has the ability to look like. Yeah. So there's something real rewarding about doing that, you know? And it's the newer cam, too, so I think you always just fall in love with the newer shit. How many cameras have you probably been through? <laughs> like, do you, do you upgrade every year? Do you give yourself an upgrade? I don't actually, and, and for a while it was about, um, you know, it's it's a fiscal decision. I mean, you're you're making it based on on your on your finances and stuff too, right? When you upgrade and stuff. Yeah, like that. that's expensive equipment. You know, <laughs> so right, exactly. So, but I've been through eight, eight cameras at this point. Oh, I think now eight yeah, cameras. You can keep track, guys. So it hasn't been right. It hasn't been crazy. crazy. No, yeah, yeah, right, but too crazy. Right. So, um, and, and also I have like I have some uh, film cameras. I use like an old Olympus camera. And a, a steady cam and stuff too that I, I have available. I just never, you know, pulling those out. It's like, uh, so we know you do events because we say, like, what are, what are um, some other things that you shoot other than events? Honestly, man, um, I was considered that I was considered that kind of a, a strong suit of mine as being able to shoot everything, right? Mm -hmm. uh, from brands and products to, to events, like you said, shows, tours. I mean, with Bo, we've shot dozens of shows. We've been on tour. We've been around the country. I mean. Um, like I said, Brand Sue Raw, Avion Tequila, Jack oh. Daniels. Um, I did a bunch of toy shooting, toy photography throughout the pandemic, yeah, which, yeah, which I fell in love with. Unfortunately, it doesn't, doesn't pay too well at the moment, so we got to other avenues. <laughs> but um, that was cool. Cosplay. Oh, cosplay, cosplay too? Stuff. Oh, yeah, shit, like that's cosplay dope. Stuff. Okay. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, so anything like that, like any sort of marketing stuff. I'm cool with any of it. What I like shooting the most is I like being on the brand and product side, right? Mm -hmm. There's something where I can take something and be with it on my own and take my time. I might better shoot for six, seven hours and fuck with it and it's on my time. There's something about that, right? Yeah, I love working. There's tons of clients I work with that I love, but you're on their time. Yeah, you know? they get your time frame. You just gotta right, and you gotta make it work, right? But when you're shooting like a brand or a product and they you know they have some stuff for you, hey, here's this. It's cool. It's, it's such a peaceful thing. Yeah, you but I know what I'm gonna come back to that and make it that way. All before I even send it out, I'm gonna touch it up some more. 
Or like I said, get the... And you're never satisfied, satisfied. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> never yeah. satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> I had like 10 of a verse. I, yeah, like, I know. Like, like Prince's mother, dude. Yeah. Like, so go back to the military, you traveling a lot, like with family. Did that... Does it make it easier to be in like different scenes and shooting different people, yes. being around so many people? Yes. Since absolutely. you've been bouncing around so much? There's an acclimation um, aspect to it. My, my, my brother Benny and I uh, were just talking about this. Is, is growing up and moving around and being able to adapt to friends and stuff. Because yeah. right? you got to think, I'm moving every two, three years, making whole new friend groups. And that shit's not easy. You know, you move into small towns and stuff. Kids know each other, they grow up together. Yeah. So being able to do that, I think, helps me navigate this sort of matrix that we're in now just easier. I mean, I'm older now. So you just. Yeah, but there's a huge part to play. Because yeah, everybody can do that on the line. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> right, right. So traveling and, and that, like, you say you was writing for... Um, Respect and, Magazine. Okay. Because yeah. I originally started, I, I started blogging um, just on, it was a, it's a rap, it's a rap. Okay. It's another blog I had. And I'm just doing interviews, and I had um, linked up with A3C. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, the festival in Atlanta. I heard it's that. It's a big festival every yeah. year. And so I started doing the blog for them, and I had a series called Take Five, just an interview series. And that was cool because that got me into interview tons, I mean, just tons of artists, you know, like Schoolboy Keys and Gunplays and all of those guys at that time that were that were there. Um, but then that kind of morphed into the Respect Mag I did for a few years, okay. which, which was really cool. Was it, you prefer writing or going out doing the, the blogging? I mean, I like I like the reward of what of what the shooting brings, right? Okay. I mean, there's way more reward, just not even in visibility, but in you know, financial reward. Um, yeah. But writing, I love it. I mean, I'm in the middle of writing a book right now. Um, I hope to finish by the end of the year. Uh, Can you tell us anything about that? Do. Yeah, I mean, it's basically just a, it, it's a social satire. It's, it's just a kind of a mockumentary take on culture. Um, it's, uh, it's got like some, some personal stories and stuff, but it's, it's kind of, it's kind of fragmented like a, a self, a self-help guide, but like, you can't help yourself because like, <laughs> we, we suck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. Best worst critic I could be. Right. <laughs> right. I'm good today. No, it was not good yesterday. Yeah. Did you edit all your videos or like some of them you had like other people edit? Because I know some, like, I know it, you you edit your videos. So having somebody else do it, yeah. you might like, I didn't mess that up. You might don't. See, I, I, I would I would like to, right? I like to have a team of guys that I would be willing to hand it over, right? And and there's guys, I mean, there's, there's guys that shoot better than me and those guys that absolutely edit better than me, right? You know? But I just think just having those two things together is just important. Um, we've even had, uh, Bo and I had a couple of projects where we shot and we sent them off and did something. We're like, we're kind of, yeah, maybe we should just edit ourselves next time, you know, to just keep it here. Because um, you can get creative. And shooting with the people that you're shooting with, like, like say it is clients, you, the repeat people, or even homies and stuff, like, you get used to a certain flow and a certain style. Yeah. It just works better than trying to send it off and, and have the person's outside the circle. You might ask my editor, like, hey, man, that's too much flashing. I didn't want that much flashing in the right. camera. <laughs> right. And a lot of times, I, I, I know, because um, I know how Bo is, Bo will go back to the editors a lot. He'll go, you know, with, with notes and stuff. And, you know, just because he knows what he wants and it's how it is. So, okay. so I, I kind of, I, I, I would like to, and there's some really good editors that, um, that I'm going to have to get to a point to send that to because the plate now is insane. Like the, I, I'm at a point now where the editing is backed up about three, four weeks. You know, where I've never even been to that point oh. years. So I said the last year and a half has been that. So that's a good thing, though. Right? To, a long, a long answer to your question is yeah, I, I should, I need to send it off to editors. Yes. Right, so <laughs> for for average, like when you shoot an event, on average, how long does it take you to edit? That's all. Um, Stool will like me saying scope and scale, but it's all <laughs> scope and scale, dude. It all just depends on the okay. time, right? Because if I'm shooting a two and a half, three hour club thing, I might I might put four or five hours on it because I never scrimp on an edit, right? But if I'm doing a, a Black Smoke episode or we're doing yeah. 
you like a tour or something, I mean, uh, you get me. Uh, Bo's last video, I put a good 20 on that probably. And that's just, I mean, that's color grading. So I probably put a good 20 hours on that. That was a minute and a half long. You know, but that's also me too. You know, it's also me fucking around and going back and chopping it up, exactly, chopping it. Not being happy with, with what it is and stuff. So, yeah. Is it easy? Like, you go out and shoot like a two, three hour event, but turn it into a one, two minute recap, right? right. Is that like, oh, like, what should I cut? What Dude, I cut? it's hilarious because the I think the expectations are funny sometimes, right? Like, when you go out and you shoot recap, I've had people ask me, like, yeah, I'm, like, this is dope, but like, Where's the rest? It's like, well, this is kind of what it is, <laughs> yeah. though, right? Like, I covered three hours, and there's a whole photo set and a recap. It's like, it's kind of like what comes with it. Because people don't, on the back end of things, people don't understand, right? Like, when you guys will take this product today, and whatever you have to do to it, color crush, whatever you guys do to it, right? Audio and all that. Yeah. It takes time, man. It, ta it, it takes time. People people will leave a shoot and say, hey, how's that looking? And it's like, I haven't even, first of all, I haven't gotten home. Well, I didn't even examine it, right? <laughs> <laughs> So when I get there, then I'll start thinking about what I'm going to do with this product, right? So, um, but yeah. You, you done yet? You done yet? Yeah, you done Honestly, yet? Honestly, man, and I feel like it's a fucking twilight zone because I'll often feel like I'm I'm being like over, like, oh, what the fuck? But I'm like, wait a minute. No, this is like the day. This is the next day. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, two days, right? Like, you know, I have certain like uh, like teams, obviously, Bo, Stu, like we're on a different schedule, right? Yeah. So we shoot, we turn that stuff around in a day or two. That's just how we work. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, yeah, I've, I've had clients hit me and be like, how's it looking? It's like, it's looking Little. still on the camera. Right. <laughs> it's looking probably, probably pretty good on there, right? Yeah. yeah. So like you uh, venture much uh, like outside of like your own team? Yeah, I, I mean, y yes. And I, I, even uh, even this year, uh, getting together with Grindstone and then former Grindstone beginning. So that was, that was a huge venture yeah. out in, into doing something that was with people that we didn't really know. I mean, Stu had a relationship with them and I knew Pinky and EU and those, and those people, of course. Um, great artists, but I didn't working together as a family type situation really. That was a whole new thing. So, um, but even taking outside clients, I do that. Like, you guys know Dodge Lay, like, yeah, you know, shoot her videos. Um, Yuri Av, shooting stuff with him. Um, so yeah, any you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of artists that, that I will work with. Um, but in it, it, there is a thing for me about building in house where I want to see you do want to see your team win, right? It's kind of like yeah. a cliche, sort of, yeah, you want to see. But you really do. Like you, you want to see the guys around you. Everyone just grow bigger and bigger and do bigger things. Um, so we're focused on that too. And then also the chemistry it makes it a lot easier. Like you said, you, you got P and Bo, so it'd be like, all right, it get turned around so fast in the day because I know already kind of the idea where everybody wants right in and there. Absolutely. You might not have to come back. But you want to know? Yeah. Oh, right. No. Fact. No, it's funny because Bo, Stu's, Stu's, Stu's a pretty low note dude, and Bo, Bo is a, Bo's a low note guy. You know, so hit me with low notes. Yeah, but he still got some. Yeah. So today, you know, we gotta, we gotta touch this, right? So yeah, but you're right. It is a chemistry thing. It's working with people like this. Well, you say like the most challenging thing in the field of of it all. Like, what is the most challenging to you? Man, I don't. I, I, gosh, I I want to do anything but sound cliche and corny, dude. That is my one mission not to be cliche. <laughs> um, patience, absolutely, in this thing, man. Uh, patience. Patience, and that's not to say that um, you know people talk about their worth and, and stuff like that, right? That that's tough to kind of quantify sometimes, when because everyone says that about everything all the time, right? Um, but absolutely patience, and 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 knowing that you are valuable to something, right? It, and um, it's not on you as a person. If you're doing a service and you're working hard, it's not on you to just always do things for free and always do things for a super cut rate and always just be that, right? Um, 
because I, I go I go online all the time and hear about you gotta put in this work and put and I and I totally understand that. that's all I did. I mean I worked out for I worked for free for years and years, bro. And I totally understand that. Um but the longest con in this game is that you gotta do a bunch of shit for free that you don't have to do. And that yeah. that's the pimp game. And that's the pimp game in, in this yeah. where where that's why people with money have money and some people that don't have money yeah. say not having money, right? For exposure. Exactly. <laughs> that, it is, man. It is. That exposure talk, Bill Burr talks about that. He's talking about the exposure. It's the biggest bullshit. Now, early in your career, you gotta dive in. You got you gotta yeah. work hard and you gotta do that, right? And it's funny because I can sit here and talk about that and say it, it's BS. And I'll still I'll, I'll still do exposure moves once in a while, right? So it's kind of hypocritical. That's how the business is. But you do get to a point where it's like, listen, you're just you're selling me some shit now. Yeah. You know, like you're just not taking advantage. Come to the event, I get you to meet somebody, this person, I'll get you to meet this person. And he's like, I always gonna be here anyway. Navigating that yeah. sort of like running around, I couldn't catch up with. That's funny. Navigating that that amount of people that have something for you too, man. That can tell you what they can do for you. You know, I know this person, man, and I know you guys have seen that. Yeah. I've run into thousands <laughs> yeah, of those yeah, yeah. people, man. Everybody's got somebody doing something, bro. So, do you have like a favorite aspect of it all? You just like, I know you probably love it all, but it's like um, favorite. Honestly, personally rewarding for me is reaction. Like, like when, if I send uh, if I send Bo or I send anybody that I'm working with, if I send Grindstone or, or Peace2 or Pinky or um, just reactions to stuff saying, you know, this is great or like, you know, this is fire or man, like, you know, you really did a thing or any, any one of those compliments. I mean, you guys have even said things to me like, hey, you know, look up to what you do. I mean, those things are Hell incredibly yeah. motivating, incredibly grateful for stuff like that. I didn't see you switch the cameras and sets. I'm like, damn, like. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And so, so it's that, it's that, you know, there's something, there's something, um, that drives you to be better because if, if there's something intoxicating about people saying, "Hey, man, you're really doing the right thing, or you're really on the right path," and, and if you can if you can share some of that, man, it's just that it's intoxicating, dude. Especially when you don't even have to ask for it. People just especially when people telling you, just like, "Damn, I didn't think I was working as hard as I am," but somebody watching you do it and oh, then right. tell you. It's I like, mean, and man, I still I still act that way. All that. I mean, that's just that that is my life. That is my life still now. You guys ask me to be on a podcast. I'm like, oh shit, someone wants me on a podcast to talk? Like, that's right. You know, it's all, you know, we get, a lot of people get very lost. That's a great service. I, I don't underrate it, but a lot of people do. No, I, yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's great. You know, people don't, right. And they don't know what goes into it. Like, even the editing, I feel like that's definitely an underrated part of it, too. Right. Like, that's kind of, might take longer than the shoot. Definitely. Bro, it takes probably two, three times to shoot, right? Typically, most times, right? Yeah, I've been yeah. especially with the camera snaps. Now, holy shit, it's blurry. You move too fast. I had it for a second. <laughs> you know, my, my thing with two cameras is, I, do you guys just shoot? Do you guys shoot one cam each? Yeah, he do the video. I do the pictures. Right, and see, but that's how you got to do it because, like, doing doing the video photo thing is extremely difficult, man. And, and like, and even now, right? Because I'll be, I'll have, I'll have the starting on the rig. I'm shooting Black Magic, and then I'll want to take a, a full photo set. So, you, so it's not just the cam; it's switching your settings back, right? What? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know. That, <laughs> Having See, two people on. I, I can't do I can't do pictures. I said, man. I said they have to be moving for me. I said you, I can't do it. Man, you gotta catch him in the right moment. He about to put the mic up. Yeah, gotcha. Right. <laughs> I need the whole thing you move. I can see when I'm editing. Like, all right, that's good. I, <laughs> right. I respect. I respect. Right. No, I definitely. definitely respect you to both of them. Definitely. Well, I appreciate it. Man. Do you um do you have like a preferred one for the pictures or the same? I only shoot the Sony. Yeah, I only okay. shoot the Sony. Yeah, because the the black is just all it's all. Video. You can shoot stills on it, man. We uh we did I think for Songbird, um, Bo's rehearsal. I shot, shot some stills on there early, but 
and they're cool like they're cool but it's pretty limited you know you're not getting you're not getting any crazy movement and stuff oh like yeah so you're not shooting a flash on it either so what would you say is your greatest achievement as being a big for? Man. <coughs> uh, on paper, I would say being head of content for, for, for Grindstone Media Group. Um, ethereally, I would say just connections and being able to, to take something out of absolutely nothing and build it to whatever, to whatever that is, to my scale. You know, or, or, you know, it doesn't have to be the biggest thing on the planet, but taking something and building it from nothing is it's good. That, right? you know? Satisfaction, yeah. too. Um, have you like shot any like short films, long feature films, any type of that? Or is that something you're looking to yeah. get into? Absolutely, something I want to shoot a horror film, right? I really want to shoot a horror film. I shot uh, I shot a couple shorts. We did one for Oops with uh, my homie Taylor, Taylor Taylor Swift. She's awesome. Um, she was in that. She was actually in uh, Bo's Oops video too. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, um, so like, yeah, so we shot we shot that was a short for that. Um, and also we want to do kind of like a mockumentary style, like single like, camera. I was like, uh, uh, that's like, CB4, that's a great one. I like that. Oh, yeah. What a great reference. I've never seen before, yeah. ever. A great mockumentary type that's situation. Great. So you say horror, like you have an idea for it. Like you want to, oh, yeah. like you want to be involved in like the writing process. Oh, too? All, all the way around, man. Write it, direct all that, dude. Cause it's doable. Horror is doable. You know, you get fake blood, some yeah. smoke. It's my dad, it's my dad, it's my somebody dad. Somebody dies, somebody dies. <laughs> you get like some big, you know, like muscle bound, yeah. you get some, like some, some beautiful women, it's pretty simple, dude. Which uh, camera do you plan on using for that one? The black and like three other cams we're probably going to need for that, dude, yeah. That, that's going to be a project, but like, even our, our boy Aaron, um, our boy Aaron, uh, my man moved. There's a I mean, there's a couple couple guys I'd want to enlist for that. That's a bigger project than just me, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, but from the directorial side, yeah. Yeah, that's you get to direct it and put that here. Because horror can be campy and fun, but it can be campy and fun in a funny way, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's like Chucky, you know, my son, my son loves Chucky, but like, I see Chucky's legendary. That's like, legendary. Yeah, he's, he's, I guess it's poor, but he still jokes. Right, exactly. Like, straight camp. Dude, it's jokes. like it's like uh, Cabin Fever movies like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are yeah. Comedies, right? Yeah. Like, Balance. And they got the slashers, and you got the gory ones, yeah. stuff like that. Right, and they got like, the saws, which is, like the torture porn yeah. stuff, you know, and then you know, the paranormal activity stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. any uh, like inspirations, like far as people behind the camera? Oh man. Well, Christopher Nolan, I think, is the best director, period, in, in film. Obviously, that Dark Knight trilogy, yeah, Oppenheimer, Dunkirk. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure as far. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure I can give even a decent answer to that because I always like inspiration for me is like comic books. I'm a huge comic book fan. Stuff like that. It's, it's comedians. It's, it's stuff that's outside of, of that, right? I always, I always thought if I look too, if I look too deep into certain photographers, certain styles, and start, I'll start emulating certain things. You know, not that I would have the ability to emulate a Christopher Nolan right now. Yeah. Make, make, be, be very clear. Right? That's a budget budget. Be very clear. Not be intentional. Yeah. It's a right, buzzer. It's kind of one of my own style. Like <laughs> yeah. How would you describe your style, your shooting style? Oh, and or editor. It used to be dark. Like, I used to like this whole dark. When I used to do photos, like, they were dark. Like, the tones were like the green, you know, the greens, yellows, and shit. Like reds, love that. Um, and now, man, I just like to execute in a sharp way. I'm not even sure I have a, I'm not sure I have a style. I have a style in my recaps, right? You're going to get like black cuts and stuff like that, mm -hmm. fast cuts, big text. Things like that, but I'm not sure I found one. I'm not sure I found a lane for 
for like film and short film. I'm not sure I have one yet. Uh, I think it'd be egotistical of me to even say that I have one. Yeah, you know so had to, to try it out and right, exactly. And see, how, see where it goes. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm gonna go and get my top five for you. Okay. All right. So, top five artists you haven't worked with that you would love to work mm. with or shoot for. You know. <clears throat> that's tough. Man, yeah, that's tough. I see us doing a video. Uh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Top five artists. And we're talking just art around, right? Just yeah, all around. Yeah. No box. No box, yep. You got something for that, Boski? Top five artists? I know I work with the goats, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to shoot with? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dial on, dial on, dial on, dial on. Yeah, I'm not even sure, man. I think it would be... Um, I would I would love to shoot Bill Lamar. Oh. He has no Bill Lamar. I'd love to do a photo shoot with him. He's a he's just a comedian, a late night guy. Um, maybe Ruby Rose. Yeah. Ruby Rose. Yeah. We're just talking about Ruby Rose. I shoot her too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that one on, on the free, you know, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. the exposure. Type. Exposure. <laughs> exposure. <laughs> no. That would be an exposure shoot. No um, problem. Yeah, I don't, man, I don't even know top five. No top five. Yeah, I know. That gives to get everybody. Everybody like, man. Yeah. There's so many names you're going to think oh, about. So you get the call, you're like, damn. Yeah, these are the guys right yeah, here. Yeah, like, uh, in the number top five, like top five places you would love to travel mm. and get some scenery of. Mm, Tokyo. Tokyo. I've been a lot of places. I've been a ton of places. I used to live in Germany and stuff, so I've been overseas. Um, Tokyo, for sure. Dublin. Dublin, Ireland, be amazing. You know, um, hmm. yeah, that's a time usually. I thought it was a lot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like a rural, like a rural Tennessee, but that's that's attainable. But I, I've always wanted to shoot rural Tennessee. There's like models that work with that do a lot of stuff in rural Tennessee. There's, mm. there's a ton of really cool spots out there. Um, shoot, Tokyo. Ireland, and then Tennessee, two more. Oh, man. You been to Egypt? I've been, that's through Egypt. I was just going to say Egypt, man. Yeah. Last weekend, it was not going to happen. We'll look for sure. Egypt works. And then if we colonize Mars, hopefully I'll be one of the first dudes to shoot oh, yeah, Mars, man. No Boom. box right there. Mars. Exactly. That's, a, that's a great ass yep. right there. <laughs> no limits. <laughs> no limits. One of, the, one of the ones I know, I, uh, Collateral, I had watched that joint. And then, like, it's just like LA at night. I like the way that look. And digital wasn't really as. Collateral with um, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. Yeah, it wasn't really as prevalent as it is now shooting on digital. Right. Like that. Now, if you're asking about tone, right? Like, not even myself, but my favorite kind of tone, you give me that 90s LA, that Helter Skelter style. Mm. Uh, absolutely, man. Like the Charles Manson stuff, the Colt stuff, that sort of. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day at the crib, talking about the Viper Room. That style, there was like an anonymity to celebrity and shit. It was, a, it was dark. That style was like, I would, yeah. I would love to shoot a film in that style. Yeah, that Have you seen Nightcrawler? Yeah, with, uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he's yeah, a driver. Yeah, that, yeah, bro. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm definitely saying that. Fire. I think LA, one of them players, they make it look good on. What's some of the um what's some of the places you have been? You say you traveled a lot. Oh man, we've been, been all I mean New York, Philly, all those places. We went out to LA um in uh eighteen was that eighteen or nineteen, Bo? Which place? We went to, went to LA to finish the album. Uh, was nineteen? Eighteen. Eighteen, yeah, eighteen we were out there in LA. Um we've been everywhere in the States, but overseas, London, Germany, Switzerland, 
Yeah, we've been yeah a bunch of places, but even those things like those that was like in high school. That was before I was even like doing what I was doing. Damn. You know, so you appreciate it way differently. You know, you know, I would love to go back and actually work in these places yeah, instead of you know like just being there. Yeah. <laughs> different. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you got anything coming up? We got uh the piece in the air, Tuesday, June thirteenth. So um, we got that coming out. That 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 that's major. So tell your friends. Tell their friends. We got uh, Bo and I got stuff that we're working on. Um, Don, like I said, Don Glenn and I are getting ready to shoot um, her visuals. Here we have. We got some stuff coming up. We're working a campaign, um, the book, and um, Black Smoke. So yeah, a whole, a whole lot of irons in the fire right now, man. You ever try like start your own merch? So I, I, I've done merch a couple times. Okay. I've done a couple runs of those. Like just Jake was here tees and hat. So we've done a couple, a couple merch uh, runs. And yeah, should, getting back into that would be great. It's, it's a time. It's a you know, that's time for someone too. I don't. I, it's just a timing thing, right? You, you know, like, like when it makes sense, like when we do a pop up, but we do something that involves that. Yeah, because I, um, I thought about doing a pop up for the for the toy shoots and selling prints and selling merch there. So it's kind of always something on the back burner. But you say you're a comic book fan. You ever thought about trying to shoot a comic? Like, bro, I only shoot because I can't draw, bro. You guys, yeah, you guys, I like, can't draw shit either. I'm giving away <laughs> like life secrets here. Like, if I could draw, bro, I'd probably draw. Like, yes, I would love to. I, I would love to shoot. It's funny because there's a couple artists that I want to reach out to because they shoot actual comic covers. You know, you can yeah. do real life photo shoots to send out and say, hey, let me shoot. Uh, like James Tynion, he's a, a writer in Baltimore. Um, a lot of my book, a lot of his books are my favorites. I love to shoot something for him. Like, yeah, so I would love to, yes. Absolutely. I said, do most things come from you reaching out or people reaching out to you? It's that way. Now, it used to be like early in the game, it's, hey, I'm trying to shoot. You know, making a name for yourself. Yeah, yeah, pay attention to me. I'm, I'm annoying the shit out of you right now. You know, <laughs> I get that. But yeah, it's, uh, the last three, four years, it's been a full shift. Yeah, I, I, I'm at a point now, and it's not, it's not an ego thing. It's nothing to do with that. It's just how I turned down a lot of work because, like I said, the editing cash is four weeks back, and we're constantly adding to it and everything. So. Sorry, damn, I forgot all about that one. <laughs> oh man, and I never, I, I was, I never, I knew, I knew my career shifted a little bit when you realized that. <clears throat> forget things mm -hmm. things pop up oh shit I can't make that or you know so yeah um, what's going on? I want to say is it uh, full time full time full time yes sir alright Paul's going to say he got the next get through the door we're going to we're going to continue oh quick oh man that's cool you guys got to I know I was late man so nah 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 you good you got to run me out of here run my ass out of here nah nah is like since you've been doing it for so long and building the catalog and you say you about to have a team trying to get a team together like what would you want with the whole team that's under, be under you like what would you want from them uh expediency honestly like, kind of working with people that are on the same schedule as you you know a lot of times the like, piece too and i talk about that a lot is like building out editors and stuff but can turn something around in 24 hours you know a lot of the times like like a lot of glamorous work gets turned around quickly a lot of the grunt stuff that you, that takes the, the 10, 15 hours in the back end that, that isn't the glamorous stuff, won't get turned around. We have to treat it all with the same, you know, level of equity. Yeah. That's how, so building a team out that all share those kind of values with us, that, that's the most important thing. Like a fast sure. turnaround process or Definitely. anything? Definitely, and just an extreme workout. You know, like, I, like we were talking about earlier, you know, that exposure stuff is like the longest pimp game, but it, but it's also like, that matters too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like sharing that work ethic also matters. You know, you have to be willing to put those hours in, you know? What's do you remember like the most difficult video for that you ever had to like edit like I don't know I just I seventy one the I seventy one edit 
um, um, Amanda Manuel and I shot that for the I-71 committee. And uh, that was that was like a 26 hour edit on the back end. And that was that was a 30 second spot. Because what we had done, we had taken we had taken hundreds of gigs of 6K video files, right? To compile them. But my system, so I had to upgrade, I had to upgrade my system and then edit this video within a time, right? Because I was huh. new to the 6K stuff. That, that, that was an insane edit. And the fact that we got that on our time was... You said 25 hours? About 25, 26 hours. Yeah. For 30 seconds, man. It was yeah. nuts. And, and I had two reshoots on, on the footage. I, I had two full reshoot days on that. It was insane. Yeah, so it was yeah. the longest shoot Night that you've done. It was probably that. That's that probably was that. Because like I said, that was over four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was oh. over four days span, so yeah, probably that. 6K, I don't, I don't know. That sounds... That I sounds mean, just... like, yeah, you <laughs> What camera yeah. shoot? What camera shoot? Six. Days. We shot a. We, we shot the um, the black, and then we shot a, a Z cam. I mean, we shoot a Z cam. Mm. So it was yeah, it was huge. We had hard drives for them. You know what I'm saying? Like you have hard drives for like individual projects. That's when it gets yeah. Like file, like the file size is like right, man. I mean, I, I, since since GMG, I, we had done GMG for three months, and I had run through a two terabyte like that. You know, just in the first three months of GMG. So yeah. Any residencies or things like that you would love to do? Oh, man. That, that's another one of those tricky ones. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, any, any sort of BTS on any kind of like HBO set would be fantastic. Mm. It would be amazing that kind of work. It's not really as much of like a residency, but that kind of work would be cool. Um, or being able to have my own, like the Jake was here residency. Ah. I'm learning to mean at this point. I'm kidding, that's more of like a pipe dream type thing, right? But that'd be cool. Yeah, that's a like gift that. you could give. Yeah, right. <laughs> do you have any um, do you have any proteges? Anybody under you? Like you might be Um I, I, I think there's I definitely think there's people that um that will they you know, they hit me up and they'll you know, like we talk and they'll say, yeah, you know, you inspire me to do this. So I think there's that, right? I think there's that. Um I wouldn't say any anybody directly says, Oh, I know from, from Jake, man, that, that guy just, you know, I learned everything I know from him. You know, I don't think there's any of that going on. I think that'd be too egotistical to say that. Um but I don't think there's people who look to what I do and kinda of look at the process and our and how and how we do it. So oh, this is a good blu- uh, blueprint for that. Hmm. You know, but as far as working out, yeah, there's definitely people that I work with who want to build the team out. Uh, a couple of guys that I mentioned, but they're their own men, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're their own thing too, so they, they're not like, I wouldn't like, say like the like, Yeah, like scheduling. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah, just building the, a, yeah. a bigger team out. What do you see yourself in the next five years with this? Um, You've been on it for a while, like what would be Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, same, same, some media company, having, having a team built out, having that infrastructure, um, GMG growing, Bo, I mean Bo, Back on the road, back touring, all that. Um, yeah, kind of just the process of what we're doing. We're kind of in the middle. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to look to that piece, right? Because I, I feel as if for the first time in our careers, we're right in the middle of where we want to be going, where we're in the gotcha. right now. So hoping the five years are just a progression of what's happening right now. I'd be, I'd be great with that. Sure. You know. Well, i um, telling them whatever else again that you have coming out and where they can find you. Uh, Songbird. June thirteenth, Tuesday. Make sure you're there. Uh, appreciate you guys for having me. Oh, this appreciate you coming. Incredible opportunity. Awesome. And uh, yeah, we got the we got the show. You on this show right coming up? What that August? Yeah, oh, you got the BYP show in August. Yep, Union Stage, August 9th. Nineteenth. No, August nineteenth. That's what. Yep. That's what. Yeah. Right, where can they find you at on um, social media? I am Jake was here all right, on all, all socials. All socials. Yep. All, all right. socials. Check me out. 
You all right? Appreciate you, man. No, I appreciate you guys. Nah, Thank you so it's your boy Slider Guy. Shampoo, a.k.a. Big Shampoo. And this is the Outside of Thoughts Podcast. Awesome. Awesome.